there, and welcome to another episode of Inside HSC. I'm Taylor Rogers. And I'm Brandon Sermon. And we are super excited to be joined by our very special guest, Miss Sabrina White, a current traditional PhD student within the School of Biomedical Sciences. Welcome, Sabrina. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. You're very good. Well, I promise we won't we won't run you through the ringer today. We just want to talk to you a little bit about your experience um, here at HSC within the School of Biomedical Sciences. Um, kind of what you're what you want to share with others about your journey that you think they might find helpful or inspiring in their own journeys. Um, we have a lot of students who like to relate, um, you know, kind of where they are in that application process or their journey to their you know, academic careers or eventual, you know, careers in research or different health-related fields and just relate that to what some of our students have already gone through. You you have a wealth of knowledge that they are just waiting, you know, to, to learn on their own. And so if you can provide any information on that, it's always a good day. So we'll go ahead and we'll jump right in here. Um, and my, my first question to you is what inspired you to pursue a PhD in the field of biomedical sciences? And how did you become interested in this particular area of study? So I initially started out, I didn't know that I wanted to get a PhD. Mm -hmm. Um, My initial goal was to actually go to medical school. So I went to um, a very small undergrad institution, St. Martin's University. It was very tiny. (laughs) So I got a lot of opportunity to interact with my professors on Mm -hmm. the day-to-day basis, and I got to kind of see more of like what it was like to actually go get a PhD and learn from them. They were all plant biologists, so not really a field I was interested in, (laughs) but still pretty interesting. Um, So I ended up, I graduated, I double majored, did two degrees in biology and history. So I've always kind of loved biology, and that's kind of what pushed me more towards biomedical sciences. After I graduated, I ended up like taking a really It was supposed to be a year, but it turned into two years um, time off. So I wanted to just kind of work and get some experience, maybe try and do some internships, especially from applying to medical school. It can get really crazy, like trying to compete, get those internships, all those hours. So I ended up deciding after my two-year period that medical school wasn't really for me and I wanted to do research. So research has always been a big, like my pride and joy. I've always wanted to go do a lot of research and work in like Uh, infectious disease fields. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what pushed me towards just doing biomedical sciences in general. Um, I really love microbiology. So I ended up working at a hospital back home. I'm from Washington State, so not from Texas, very far away from home. (laughs) Just a little bit. (laughs) But I do like it here. Um, But I worked at a hospital for the University of Washington. I did clinical microbiology testing in It was really cool, so I definitely wanted to pursue microbiology, and applying to a biomedical sciences program was really nice because I could get more of that well-rounded, like, immunology, microbiology, cell biology, kind of get all of that into one degree. So that's why I chose biomedical sciences instead of just, like, a plain micro degree. Well, those all sound like very valid reasons to me. Right. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was a lot. A long journey to get here, but definitely feeling like it was the right choice. Good. Awesome. Glad to hear that. So I heard you um, when you first started um, speaking and answering the last question, uh, one of the things you said that you came from a smaller undergraduate institution. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes when you come from a smaller institution, 
um, and go to another institution, although HSC is not huge either. Um, but sometimes there's just different um, challenges you run into. So as a traditional PhD student, uh, what has been the most challenging aspect of your program? And how did you overcome um, any of those challenges or obstacles that you faced? I think for me, uh, the most challenging thing was definitely feeling like I actually belonged and deserved to be in the program. Mm -hmm. I struggled a lot with imposter syndrome when I first got here, which was really kind of tough to deal with on your own. But I think the thing that helped me the most kind of overcome those like struggling with imposter syndrome and feeling like this maybe isn't the place for me was definitely the mentorship here. So in our traditional PhD program, you get your your PI, principal investigator, who is kind of like your mentor. And their job is to basically put you in their lab, help you with anything related to the program, whether it be the imposter syndrome or <laughs> finding out what you need to do next to graduate or troubleshooting your research. They're really that person that is here to like help you be the best version of you at school. So um, definitely having a wonderful mentor. Um, I work in Dr. Michael Allen's lab, so we do a lot of really cool research on ticks and tick-borne diseases. Being in that lab has been a godsend for me. Like It's been such a blessing. I really enjoy where I'm at and the mentorship that I'm able to get, not only from Dr. Allen, but from our other professors in the program has been really great. So I think that is definitely something that helped me overcome the imposter syndrome struggles. But Beyond that, I think also moving so far away mm -hmm. from home was a big struggle. So kind of having our little PhD family here, my cohort was all very close to each other. We were very talkative. We hang out all the time. We still do stuff even two years, three years past getting here. So having that kind of family was really great. And it's just been such a really nice environment, very supportive and very awesome. That's fantastic. I love I love to hear that, especially that little PhD family. We love it. <laughs> we love it when students. It's a nice little family. It, it is. It's so nice when you can get along, um, you know, with people who are on very similar, you know, life paths and trajectories as you. Um, so a question that I get a lot in admissions, I get a lot of questions about, you know, student life and a balance, right? So how have you been able to balance your your academic work with other commitments, such as your research or teaching opportunities, um, and then your personal life as well? Yeah, so for me, I tend to like to do a lot of things at once. So I'm currently part of our student government organization for the School of Biomedical Sciences. I'm their secretary right now, which is a lot of fun, but also a lot of work. Doing my research, um, I also do a lot of things like on campus, participate in different clubs and activities. So I do have a lot on my plate, but I find that being involved kind of helps me mm -hmm. stay focused and doing my research and being on campus more kind of forces me to think about like I need to plan this and I need to do this research. Um, and then also just balancing it with my personal life. I think I try to make sure that I take a time for myself. Like during the day, I'll take maybe an hour for myself and just kind of not think about anything school related. Mm -hmm. So whether it be reading a book, taking a break during lunch, or just doing like some kind of activity, coloring at my desk, something mm -hmm. fun. I try to kind of take that time for myself. And then also when I'm in the middle of like doing research or trying to be really productive, I definitely try to make sure that I can focus 
One thing that helps me a lot with that is having our own offices as PhD Mm -hmm. students. So sometimes you share like a big office room, but it's just all PhD students. So we're all in there kind of doing the same thing in the same boat. So it's nice to have your own like space to go back to besides the lab. That's really, really, really awesome. I like my own space too. So knowing I can go back and have my own space. I like what you said about taking that hour. That's probably something that yeah. I need to implement. Just just an hour. Just yeah, to shut I off your brain, get. you know, and just, you know, take a, take a beat because it gets a little hectic. <laughs> life can life can get get a little heavy and it becomes a lot. So that's fantastic, fantastic advice. Absolutely. So I want to go on and ask the next question, uh, which is um, a question that you kind of alluded to in some of your comments earlier when you were talking about your your little PhD family. What resources or support systems um, have been particularly helpful to you as a PhD student? And, and if you could kind of speak to those resources and support systems in HSC and outside of it. So for in HSC, I found that my mentor specifically, Dr. Allen, has been really great. He's also the graduate advisor for our department, which is really nice because he has a lot of really useful information beyond just my research and my lab. I also have really found that the administration has been pretty helpful. So within our department, um, just speaking to a lot of our admin folks um, about like issues or trying to figure out when am I going to graduate or what am I going to do has been very helpful. Definitely some people I'd like to shout out would be Derek Smith and Trisha Foster. Mm -hmm. They are two amazing people who help all of the PhD students. They're really on top of getting all of our forms turned in, making sure we're meeting our deadlines, working with our graduate advisors. So they've been really, really great support systems for me personally. And I know a lot of our other students really love working with Derek and Trisha. So shout out to them. Thank you. Um, As far as outside of my PhD or being at HSC, my family has been a really great support system. Obviously, you have family you can reach out to and talk to when you're stressed. Um, Also, my partner who lives here with me, he moved across the country with me, which was really helpful because I didn't want to be by myself. So um, my fellow students, when we're outside of school, we kind of turn to each other and use each other as support systems. So again, having that little PhD family has been really, really helpful in terms of just having people that you can relate to and actually are going through the same exact things as you. So definitely being able to connect with my peers, even outside of our classes or our program has been really great. That is fantastic. And again, that little PhD family. (laughs) Um, So what advice would you give to students who are considering pursuing a PhD in biomedical sciences? And then what qualities do you think are important um, for successes in that field? For someone considering pursuing a PhD, I would definitely say that you don't necessarily have to have all of these crazy like internships and requirements and do all of the things in undergrad. For me, I did double major, but in two completely different fields of study. Um, I also did not have a lot of undergraduate research experience coming from such a small liberal arts school. We didn't really have those opportunities. So I definitely felt like when I was applying, it was kind of really hard. I was thinking, am I going to be competitive enough? Am I going to stand out? I don't have all of these things that other people have. So I think just knowing that you don't have to be like 
the most number one out there crazy like your cv is pages and pages and pages is definitely important Mm -hmm. because if i would have thought that about myself going in i probably would have never applied so definitely don't underestimate the skills and the things that you've already done uh, in your school career in your personal life any of that can still be really relevant and help you get to where you want to be even if you're missing say like you don't have internships or any of that stuff i think it's definitely important to not undersell yourself so a quality that I think is really important um, when you're applying for a PhD program and to be successful is to kind of be like more of a go-getter, like be able to go pursue things and kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone, be in a position that maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable and you're not sure, but also still be able to kind of adapt with what you're doing. Um, when you're filling out applications, it can be really stressful thinking, oh my gosh, Am I going to be successful? Like, is this the right field for me? I think you just kind of have to be open-minded and willing to go get it for yourself. So pushing yourself beyond what you think you can do is definitely something that helped me because I would have never been here if I didn't. Yeah, It was quite a long, stressful journey, but I think being able to kind of deal with those out-of-your-comfort-zone moments Mm -hmm. and deal with, like, the pressure of applying and being there is definitely – Definitely a lot, but yeah. worth it. And, yeah. you know, applying applying to a graduate program is scary. It's a scary, daunting process. You're really putting yourself out there. Um, but, you know, something my my supervisor, Rebecca, told me is apply apply for the, the job. Apply for the program that you're not qualified for because that is what pushes you to growth. Um, so that is absolute, absolutely um perfect advice. It's very, very uh, um, pertinent to applying to a PhD program for sure. Yeah, it was definitely something that my um, undergrad advisors had told me, like through my career, they would say, it doesn't matter if you don't think you're qualified, just go for it. Because you never know, someone's going to give you a chance. And obviously, someone here gave me a chance, which I am very thankful for. It was a lot of applications, a very long process, but I think I definitely ended up in the right place. Absolutely. It's something about um, surpassing your limits and getting that inspiration and motivation uh, to help you surpass those limits. Um, that's actually one of, the, one of the catchphrases of a character from one of my favorite animes because, you know, I'm a big kid, so not saying that... <laughs> Not saying that you're a kid if you watch animes, but I'm I'm I am a big kid. I am a big kid. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, no no shameless plug there, but everybody should go watch Black Clover. Um, but I do want to get back on focus and on target and just say um, that it is important that you do find that uh, that passion to keep growing mm-hmm. and keep developing. Um, and I do say and dare say, I mean, I dare say that HSC has been and will continue to be a great place um, for all of our students across campus um, to continue to grow and develop um, as as researchers, as healthcare professionals, pharmacists, clinicians, whatever title um, you want to, uh, whatever category you want to put yourself in. Um, I think that that is something about this place that makes it so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm glad to hear um, that, and we did not pay her to say it. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> we did not pay her to say anything. 
But I am glad to genuinely hear those types of remarks and comments come from our current students. But if you would like to learn how to become a current student, um, you can always reach out to our admissions team. Um, our HSC admissions and recruitment team is available to answer all of your questions. Uh, you can contact them via phone e or email. Um, the email address is admissions at unthsc.edu. Or if you'd like to give us an old-fashioned phone call, you can give them a call at 817-735-2003. That's 817-735-2003. Or you can just visit us online um, at www.unthsc.edu. And then last but not least, you can just listen to more episodes of the podcast <laughs> and learn all about all of our different programs, all of our different colleges and schools that make up the University of North Texas Health Science Center at Fort Worth. So until next time, I'm Brandon Sermon. And I'm Taylor Rogers. And we'll see you on the next episode of Inside HSC.